What's up, everybody? It's your boy Antoine TV2, the host of Organized Mess, and I am back with a brand new video today. And I got a special guest with me. It's been a minute she has been on the podcast, but you know her good and well. It is my homegirl, Justice. Yo, yo, yo. Up. It's good to be back. <laughs> I know the people missed you. It's been a minute, and I know she be busy. She be doing her thing in college. She got to do what she got to do. But she made some room tonight to join the podcast, and I'm happy and excited. And I got a special one for y'all tonight. So Money in the Bank was last night. And we 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 both watched it. We were both mostly happy about the pay-per-view. There's probably like one or two things we're kind of like iffy about. But overall, it was a good pay-per-view. And we're going to break down each and every match and all the stuff that happened. And, yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun night. So let's sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, grab your drinks, grab your snacks. Let's get right into this episode. All right. So first... First match on the list was the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Mm -hmm. Yo, girl, finally got a chance and actually got the Money in the Bank briefcase. Live freaking Morgan. Long freaking overdue for Liv to get a big win like that. Honestly, wish the match was a little bit later in the pay-per-view. But it was still great nonetheless, and it started it started Money in the Bank off on a very, very high note. So we're hoping best just going up from there. But overall, great match. I really liked it, honestly. You had Liv Morgan in there. You had Lexa Bliss. You had Shotzi, Becky Lynch, Raquel Rodriguez, many other superstars just that we love as well, too. I'm not going to hold you because Raquel Rodriguez was, you know, obviously she's big for her height. Like, she's not, not mm-hmm. big as in, like, big, but this is big as she's, like, strong for her height. So, like, I thought, you know, she's kind of like a miniature, in my way, she's kind of like a miniature Braun Strowman to the, or a miniature <laughs> body, actually, woman size. And it's like, she's, like, always the first target to go after. Usually always either the big women or the big men is always the first target to go after in the Money in the Bank. So it's like you want to, like, get them out or get, get them knocked out first. Because sure. she was putting up a fight. I'm not going to hold you. At the beginning of the match, she was she was just, like, bodying everybody. She was bodying Liv. She was bodying Alexis. She was bodying Becky Lynch. Like, Girl, she I'm was coming for everyone. Like, she was doing her thing. I'm not going to hold you. At the moment, I was like, oh, shoot, Raquel is about to be Mrs. Money in the Bank after – being on SmackDown, like, only, like, a month or two in? Like, if they're already pushing her, like, if they're already going to give her the, the chance, like, that early, I'll, I I want to be mad at it. I'm like, that's that's what, like, that's how you're supposed to push big stars, honestly, or push future WWE, like, you know, superstars into mega superstars, feel me? So, I did like about that. Um... You have anything to add, Justice? Um, honestly, no. Like that match, like even if I feel iffy about some people <laughs> who were in that match, <clears throat> bless the heavens. Um, it 
it was overall still like honestly a great match from what I was able to see. Um, I'm just like even if it was an awful match, just having Liv won that would have rated that match higher in my mind than having it be Asuka or Alexa Bliss or Becky Lynch. Like I feel like those are superstars I've seen have their top of the top of the mountain moments. Mm-hmm. And it's it's Liv's time. It is finally her time. Like it, it is like the only thing I hated about the match or the call or to get into the match. I, Becky Lynch did not deserve to be in this match whatsoever. She oh, I 100 agree. Mm. Like she, she already has, she already been in the like women's ladder match way too many times. I think at this moment they're like WWE's trying to be a little desperate. Like let's put her in there and you know everything like that. Like she, there was other like, Becky. Honestly. Sorry. Even though everyone knows the issues going in there right now, I would have loved to see Naomi in the matchup or Sasha Banks in the matchup. At this point, I would have take, taken Bailey in the matchup. But it's, you know, like, WWE definitely has their hit or misses. And Becky being in the matchup was a bit of a mess. Um, and it could have been a great opportunity for either a younger superstar or just other superstars who are honestly just better. In my what, what what made the match even more better is to, to see Liv Morgan grab the briefcase and Becky Lynch having a mental breakdown. That was the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Becky's losing. Big they need to, they to send her Morgan on a therapeutic Lynch. Becky Lynch had a mental breakdown. She was going insane. I swear, she was like pulling her hair. She was kicking the the ladder. She was she was like. Like, bro, like, you've had it way too many times. Just have a losing streak for a good minute and then work your way to the top. Like, understand, yes, you had the run as the man back in 2019 with the, you know, with the SmackDown Women's Championship and the Raw Women's Championship. And then after that, you, you know, took, like, you basically had the Raw Women's Championship after that and had it in there for a solid, solid, solid minute. Till like you know, COVID hit, and then till like the other money in the bank hit, and then you had it and gave it up. You you're the man, yeah, you're the man. But now like, you know, you coming back and have the Raw Women's Championship again, and like I wasn't mad at it, but it's like give other people a chance to shine. I feel like sometimes when it just goes to WWE, it's like they think only powerhouses, men and women, can only run the show. When it's not true, like it's it's made up for like mid cars, powerhouses, high flyers, like cruiserweights. Like, sometimes we really just want a little bit of everything. Like, like there's some old things that you know will never feel old. Like people always love. Like people love the David and Goliath, the big strong man versus the small high flying guy. Like that's always gonna be a trope people love. But when when things get old, when champions, we're tired of seeing them being champions or seeing the same superstars go for the same title against the same opponents, or even when it's a different opponent, they're coming out of the exact same way, it, mm. it just gets old and we get bored because we've seen it before and we know what to expect. So it's I definitely good on WWE for at least kind of sh- shaking it up a bit with the women who were in the matchup, but overall, like, 
It was. It was. I just gotta leave it at it was Liv's time, and like she a hundred percent earned and deserved that. Oh yeah, definitely. She she definitely earned that, and that was that was amazing to see her. You know, you know, finally WWE finally giving her a push that you know she want. Like they they want basically give her the push that we needed to see, and I'm happy about that, and I'm happy about the results. So. Because uh, honestly, that was her break. Like, every superstar has that moment or that match that sets them up for life. Like, every, every single superstar that we know by name and we know their chance, how their entrants are, they had that one match. And I think this was Liv's one match to finally solidify her as a WWE superstar. Yeah, this so. is... Yeah, this, she went from, you know, always becoming very close to win title matches to now being... Mrs. Money in the Bank. So I'm happy for her. Justice is happy for her. Though I know the WWE Universe is happy for her. And uh, it just gets it just gets better from there. So so yeah, like next on the list, we got Theory versus Bobby Lashley for the United States title. And obviously, I've called it ever since they made the match official. Bobby <laughs> Lashley wins. And it was way too easy. I already know who's going to win this. Like, come on. It, it really was. Like, I think I was, I think I had, like, one sliver of doubt in, like, there was, like, a split second where it looked like Theory was going to get the upper hand in that matchup. And I was like, there's no way. Lash is going to come back. There's no way Theory's winning this. And obviously, me and you both were right. Lashley, like, it is so hard for me to think of opponents that I think could beat Lashley. Like, obviously, you know, like, when it's big man versus big man, those are usually pretty evenly matched. But most of the other superstars on whether it's Raw or SmackDown honestly just can't compete with Lashley. And I usually don't like Lashley. Like, I love hating on that man. But he's great at what he does. And he causes a lot of pain. And he breaks his opponent his opponents down just enough in every single match to get what he needs done. So, like, definitely not a surprise whatsoever that he won that match. Um, but, and Theory deserved to get the crap smacked out of him a good oh couple yeah. times. Oh, yeah. Hey, this is, this, is even, this is going back between, like, three weeks ago where they had a pose off, and I'm like, bruh, I know, like, both of y'all are muscular men. Y'all have good toned bodies. But Bobby Lashley's been working on his body for who knows how long. This man has not changed ever since he entered the WWE. The no, man dude is, is a great bodybuilder. Like, you you know, like, I don't even know how much he be lifting. Like, his body be low-key looking fake sometimes. I'm like, nah, they had to put, like, an air pack in his bicep. There's no way this man is this big. Dude is huge. Yeah, Bobby Lashley. Like, literally, here he's... <laughs> Like, Fury's all right. Like, he's not small. Like, he has a good amount of oh, muscle. Oh, he's toned. He got, he got the muscle to prove it, like, but he... And the pose off, like, like, for, you know, the shoulder and and everything. Like, you know, he, he big. He could be big when he want to be big. But Lashley is another world. He's a completely different level of big guy. Like, you oh, have WWE's big guys, but Lashley is his own category of a WWE big guy. Oh, definitely, 
I was like, he's tall for one. He got all that muscle, and you rarely see the dudes who are at his height with that much muscle mass. Oh no, definitely. Oh, that's 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 real. That's real. That's definitely real though. I need to know what his diet and workout routine is. I'm trying to get cut. If I can just achieve Bianca's arms, I'll be good. Like, but like the I don't know, like because I know sometimes when it's like before like a pay per view match, they show the dudes a workout routine and everything, like the you know how they prepare for their match and everything. And sometimes I'll be watching and I'll be like just to see how he works out. I'm like, the dude, the dude be on a strict diet. Like honestly. Like you, you'd be surprised how much this man squats, lifts, benches. Like it's ridiculous. Like I understand. Like you have a lot of superstars that gotta be like on their strict diets, and you know, come up with their circumstances. I mean, you know, some people, you know, I think some superstars cheat, or a lot of superstars cheat on their diet every once in a while. But Bobby Lashley, like one of the type of people, is like John Cena. He is strict about his diet. Like. You have one of the rare people that are strict about their diet. Like, like Bobby Lashley's one of them. John Cena's one of them. I think Batista's also one of them as well, too. So it's like, like, they're like them, like him preparing for his match like that is, is, is crazy. It's, it's definitely crazy to watch and everything. And, and obviously, but, you know, Bobby Lashley, how he is as a person, like, I understand people will hate him and everything. People will say, oh, mm-hmm. you're not as good as you used to be, but. You gotta give it to the man. Every like he he's never really lost his touch when it comes to wrestling. And that night, you know, he showed the world that you know, like he he's like yeah he's 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 been the United States champion before. This is back at the Thunderdome, so he can do it again. It's it's nothing new to him, the man. It's nothing new to the man. Like I already knew when they set set theory up for against Bobby Lashley. I was like, all right, all right. if you're gonna put Bobby Lashley against up against theory, this is this is nothing new to Bobby. This man, Bobby's gonna whoop your ass, and he's not gonna look back. Like the man, the man like whoops so much people's asses. This, it's it's not even funny. It's this man even beat Apollo Cruz for the title back back in COVID, and never bred like Apollo Cruz and Bobby Lashley are almost like identical to each other, almost identical to each other. This is crazy. So it's like when it comes to Bobby, the man don't fail. That's why he's called Almighty for a reason. That's why he was the almighty WWE champion. That's why he was the almighty United States champion, like, two times in a row. Technically three times, way, like, way back when. So he's now the three-time champion. This is nothing new. Like, there was probably one botch in the match where uh, Theory kind of jumped on him, and then he was trying to grab him up, and his his knee kind of hit the floor. But it was, like, only one botch throughout the whole entire, you know, Money in the bank, but besides that, the match was solid. The match was good, and to see you know Theory in the corner now, like become like yo, like I lost my title. I'm like, bro, what you think was gonna happen? You think you're gonna beat Bobby? No, like, bro, once he put you in that hurt the lot, that was over. You only hit you you tapped out like, in the match. Here's the thing: losses Three. be feeling worse when you realize you lost by submission. Like. Here's the thing. I would rather be knocked the fuck out cold and pinned than tapped out. It's ooh, I would rather be knocked out than tapped. Like, in my personal opinion, it hurts worse when you realize the only reason you've lost a championship 
is because you couldn't hold out just a little bit longer. Like honestly, if 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 Barry was still in that hurt lock, he would have faded. He would have faded. Yep. He would have faded easily. That's why he tapped. He would have faded. Now that fetal position shit, that shit was funny. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Lashley comes towards him. He just got down in the fetal position. <laughs> Corey saying it was strategic. Nah, he was running away. Boo was trying not to get hurt. Like, like I would never understand how Theory manages to be so cocky and keep biting off more than he can fucking chew, paying for it, and then keep doing it. Like, definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Like, what the fuck, man? I don't know how he does it, but overall, we just know that Theory lost the title. It wasn't really going to stay on him that long once you read, like, a big powerhouse like Bobby, so... I love Bobby. I love that the CM. I love the CMB United States Championship again, and I want to see what his run this time is going to be in a in a live crowd with the, with the title. But yeah, so moving on on the list, we got the undisputed, undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship match. We got. We the ones, the bloodline, the Us, the Usos versus the Street Profits. And I'm not going to hold you. This match was, ooh. It this was match so was, good. oh, my God. This match it was, was feeding my soul. I felt like I was at a fresh cookout. That shit was giving the entire like, match. Because the promo for this on SmackDown before, like the night before the match was hella good. Like it was they so hyped this good shit up that... so much it needed to be good because that would have let me the fuck down if it wasn't. No, the like the, the promo was so good. Yeah, bro, it was so hype to the point Profits was using Uso's slogan and then the Uso's was using the Profit slogan. There was like cause we what the smoke? I'm like, okay, the Uso say this, and then after that, the promise was like, but so we about to get, take these titles, and then we gonna be the ones. I was like, oh Damn. god, this is actually a good ass promo. Finally, WWE stuff does something right with a good ass promo. Like, god damn, it's like. Street Profits haven't held gold in a matter of a year and a half. That's the last time they held gold. And it's it's been a dry spell for them. They always be coming close. They always be in the you know championship matches with you know no matter who holding the title, but they always be off by a, a smidge, a little a little sliver. And oh my god, this match! I mean, the opening match was like oh, it was starting a little bit slow, but as time went on, that match became better and better. And better. I'm like, I've seen some moves that the Street Profits have not done at all. And I'm Honestly, like... Honestly, like, here's the thing. When the match was starting, I was like, uh, I don't think it's going to be a competition. It's going to be the Usos. It's going to be the one. It's going to be the bloodline. I have no doubt about it. That match kept going. I was sitting there just like, are the Street Profits really about to pull this shit off? They really about to get it right now. I had like it kept me on my toes. I had no idea if the street profits were gonna pull it off or the Usos was gonna retain until it happened. So 
it was so good to watch. Like it went to the point that Montez Ford went out to the top rope. It was like one, two, and then like two and a half. I'm like, dang it, bro went out to the top rope again and did the frog splash. One, two, three, near fall again. I'm like, okay, this is actually heating up. Next, you know, I see a move that Montez Ford got got the, like I think Jimmy on his shoulders, and then um. No, yeah, not Montez Ford. It was uh, Angelo Dawkins got a uh, on Jim, like one of the Usos on his shoulders. Next, you know, all you see is Montez Ford coming out of nowhere. I'm like, oh god! I'm like, I'm like, please put him away, please. And then it's like a near fall. I'm like, no, nah. How the Usos managed to kick out of some of that shit? It was impressive as fuck. I'm like, bro, both. You can see both of them and are the- tired as hell. And, and here's. Um, if Jimmy wouldn't have broken that one pin, the Usos would have lost a hundred percent because Jay was knocked the fuck out. <laughs> he was gone. It took Jimmy getting in that ring and breaking that shit because <laughs> he he was just completely gone. Ah, like I'm like you know, of course the commentators talking about how. You know, Roman's watching from home, so the pressure must be on thick. But the Usos have been in pressure before. Many times. Without Roman. Uh-huh. So, it's, this is not new to the Usos. I'm like, yo, this this is a fire-ass match to watch. I was hype on my feet. Like, this is like, and I'm, I'm telling you, like that's why, I, that's why I say the Mrs. Money in the Bank and this match is close, a close first with each other, honestly. Because these two matches, especially the undisputed like, tag team match, I'm like, yo, is Street Street Profits definitely gonna pull it off? I literally thought they were gonna pull it off. Like this, this they were like thinking of so much ways to put each other away. Man coming off the top rope. Bro, like, was about to hit him on the shoulder, got a super kick to the face. I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm like, all right, it's going to be, you know, something like that, something simple. Then they're going to, te- like, you know, and then pin him, then one, two, three, done. No, they kept on on their feet each and every time someone got pinned and kicked out. I'm like, I thought Street Profits had him on the fourth time. I really thought they did. There was multiple times I thought the, the Street Profits, Profits completely finished them. I thought it was over so many times, and I was, I was like, I think I'm gonna lose this one, but I, I lose my pick on this one. Like, I'm like, imagine, but imagine if this match was no countouts, no disqualifications, and a ladders match. Ooh, uh. I don't know. Here's the thing. Like, you know, they talk, the Usos pace has changed over the years, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they work slow. They slowly break their opponents down. But if if all that's involved, no disqualification, like, they would have to be quick on their feet. And the Street Profits got them in that category, so it, it'll probably end up going to the Street Profits in that moment unless they figure out a way to slow them down. Because, oh my god, imagine, imagine like how good that match was with that stipulation in there. I swear it would make the whole match like two times better. I swear it would. It would look like the match was already perfect how it was, 
and I was, you know, I was, I was not, I was like not mad, but I wasn't sad, like, you know, with the results either. Because either way, after that tiring, sweaty ass, near fall ass match, each every, each and every time, I was happy with my, I was gonna be happy with my outcome either way. Mhm. Like I like I wasn't mad at, at all, and oh my gosh, like that. I think honestly, like looking at like all the matches that happened, that's like one of the better matches of the night. Cause that match, cause those, cause that match had like a lot of memorable moments, a lot of them, and. <laughs> Looking and then looking back at it, like as soon, obviously, you know, the Usos won, like you know, Bloodline forever. But what happened after the match was very controversial because Montez Ford he said he wasn't pinned correctly and he wasn't pinned fully, so the match should have kept going. And I was like, really, that happened? And they looked at the replay, his right shoulder was lifted off the mat, and and while Jay Uso was pinning him, the ref didn't see it. And the ref still counted the pin. One, two, three. And then was like, yo, get the motherfucking Usos back in this ring. Like, I wasn't pinned fully. And then, obviously, they ain't going to say shit because, you know, it's the Usos for goddamn sake. And now, and now it's like, they don't care. They just got their, t- they kept their titles. And then, and now the Street Profits are mad confused and mad as hell because, they should have kept the match going. Honestly, after that replay, if the ref actually saw it, like saw the replay, he said, "Oh shoot, you know what? Let's resume the match because he wasn't really." That would have been pretty awesome if that match was resumed, and I would have loved to see where that would have taken it. At the same time, I think it's best that they didn't do that because the clause for a rematch with different stipulations is now at play. Mm-hmm. So I want to see how far they're going to take it. What's going to come next? I know. So I know Street Profits. Street Profits is the Street Profits threw everything they had at the Usos. It cannot get them down. But I, I feel like the Usos still have more more hidden things there that they hadn't used yet. Because they, they were honestly... Like compared to the street profits, they were still going at the match pretty calmly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they were. Honestly, they were. I was I was pissed too when I saw the replay that he wasn't pinned fully. I'm like, yo. Uh, I'm like when I saw it, I'm like, I'm mad as hell, but I know that but I know it's probably gonna happen at SummerSlam. The rematch has to happen at SummerSlam. Got to. And honestly. Makes for for more like obviously, I wouldn't say put it not a last standing match because that's already been taken. Probably put it at, as an anything goes match or maybe a tables match or a tables ladders and chairs match. I swear, and then have it like you know the the titles hanging from the from the roof. That'd be good. I I, I wouldn't be mad. Like well, it, okay, if you saw if it was set up if if the match was set up at SummerSlam. Which is most likely will be. Yeah. Um, what what do you want the stipulation to be? Uh, let's see. Um, if a match was at SummerSlam, I think 
I have a feeling this robbery isn't going to end at SummerSlam either way. Uh, so, uh, a no holds bars match. No holds bars match. Yeah. I I can see that. I would love it to be a whole no old no holds bars match. That would that would be pretty nice because mm-hmm. they 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 went all out for its money in the bank. So. <laughs> No holds barred. Oh, that's going to be crazier. If if that if they go with that, and if and if it's just as crazy, if not crazier than Money in the Bank, I am sold. I would yep. I would be saying that this is one of the best rivalries I've seen since New Day and Usos, and that's a fact. No one really comes harder than the than the New Day when it comes to the Usos. But a close second is definitely the Street Profits, 100%. Some people might agree with me. Some people might disagree with me. But I'm being dead serious. If you look how the New Day is against the Usos, and now you look how the Street Profits is against the Usos, there are a close second. See, the difference is, like, even, like, and it was, even when they tried to hide it, like, at certain, like, eras, uh, eras, well, eras, um, the Usos and the New Day always had a respect for each other. Even when they try to make them mean and ugly with each other, they always, you could tell they always had a respect for each other. With the Street Profits, though, you don't see it as much. It looked a little bit meaner. It looked a little bit more personal. Which, if they use that to their advantage, that's going to be what makes them surpass the New Day. Because they're actually, like, they'll look like they're actually willing to break them apart to get what they want. But if, if it means, like, injuring one of the Usos just to get the, just get the title and get the win, they will do it. <laughs> they learn how to start doing those smart, cheap shots like the Usos be doing? Mm-hmm. Just, just distract the referee, a good pow, and there you go. But overall... This this match on this list was a very this was like tied with money in the, the women's money in the bank ladder match honestly that that definitely gets over there. like I know either way it was either gonna be Usos or or Street Profits because that match was hella good Usos eventually came up on top after a hard fought battle between the two they looked like they were tearing each other's hands apart but. Hey, Usos got up with the dub. I know the I know the Tribal Chief is happy about that. Also, Paul Heyman. But you know, we'll see what happens when coming on Monday Night Raw about the whole thing. Because I know this is going to be hella controversy, very, very much. Oh my God! But next one on the list, we have Bianca Belair versus. Carmella for the Raw Women's Championship. And obviously, come on. This this, this is no debate. Come on. EST <laughs> and WWE still retains the title, comes up on top. Yeah. The the match was like good. It wasn't great. Like it, the- it, honestly, the way it ended made me feel like Bianca was just toying in the match. Like she was like, I'm not gonna go full out. I'ma just play along. But then she got pissed and was like, alright, I played long enough. This is fucking over. Like, girl just... 
like Bianca, I got so much respect for her. She scared me sometime a little bit, but that's just because oh. I really respect her. <laughs> oh no, I respect Bianca as well too. Like I respect her ever since she came to the WWE. Honestly, I watched a little of her of NXT, not really that like, much. The EST showed up, but I was like, I don't know who she is, but I like her and I support her. She got my vote. Yeah, and then once I actually seen her on the main roster, I'm like, oh, shit, I should have watched her at NXT. This girl is fire as hell. I wish I would have watched her at NXT. There's a lot of superstars who come up to the main roster that I wish I would have watched when they were at NXT. I was like, yo! And I'm like, so we, so we have, yeah, she's a former SmackDown Women's Champion. She's now a Raw Women's Champion. Uh-huh. And she's dominating the she's dominating the women's division on her own. She is. And Carmella need to go somewhere. Carmella's just they, trash now. I don't know if whether trash she's up. doing herself wrong or if WWE doing her wrong, but whoever doing it needs to correct it. Because she could be so much better than this. Everyone knows Carmella could be so much better than this. I don't even I don't care if they have to bring freaking our truth back. But I hate this Mella. I really do. I, I I know she can be better. And I know she can be an actual competitor. But it seemed like they just... Whatever they doing behind the scenes, they need to freaking fix it. Because she could be a competitor and they wasting that crap. Like, she was good in 2017 when she won that Mrs. Money in the Bank ladder match. But ever since the Ellsworth thing and ever since so I kind of... Dropping from our truth and you know playing along in the twenty four seven title, she's trash now. She's trash. There's been nothing for her. There's been nothing for her at she's all. Just, she's more like yeah, she won the 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 you know the women's tag team like titles, but she was trash holding that title too. Like she was, she was more better. Like she was more better holding the twenty four seven title than the than the than the women's tag team titles, and that's sad for me to say that. They've honestly they've just been doing the women's tag titles wrong anyway. I'm not getting into that right now, but that, that's for another topic for another that, day. That's for another time. But like, like I will always say that Money Mella was her best era. Oh, definitely. Then. I see that they're looking like they want to bring her back, but they just honestly bringing her back, bringing her back in the wrong way. If you're gonna every, bring back money, if you're gonna bring back money, Mella, give me, give me her wearing the snapbacks. Give me her wearing like the fresh Jordans, the fresh Nikes. Give me her wearing. Like, I want the old suit. I want, it doesn't even have to be like an exact copy of the old suit. I want the old style, the old swag. Like, give me that back. And honestly, like I'm, I'm gonna say it because everyone, you know, was getting mad like at Mella with all this Corey shit. Everyone getting mad at Mella. I'm mad at Corey. I'm not mad at Mella. Girl's a single woman. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. I thought, I thought Corey and and you know Mella was married. Yeah, but the the problem is, is like you know all that you know. Uh, the home record shit like really ruined Mella. Like at least her view and the fans and the audience that she had. So them calling her a home record and all that bullshit. And I'm like, why is no one blaming Corey for his fucking Wait, part? Wait, And then uh, I don't even I don't even think it's actually fucking true. Honestly, I haven't dug deep enough into these people's personal relationships. 
to really care. I just remember seeing all the rumors being all over my page and people hating Mel saying she was a fucking homewrecker or whatever fucking bullshit that was. I'm saying fucking a lot because I'm pissed. But, huh. uh, like, it shouldn't... The way they use that relationship to thinking that it was just going to be like, you know, any publicity is good publicity, even if it's bad. Thinking that it was like somehow, I guess, going to raise her career literally fucking ruined it. She is fine on her own. She doesn't need Corey Graves on the announcing booth trying to hype her up and be a simp for the entire fucking world because she's good at what she does. If they let her do what she knows how to do, stop trying to do the princess chick and all the I'm fancy, I'm rich, I make the most money in WWE, I should be considered the best. Like, yeah, we love cockiness, but this has reached a point where it's not cockiness, it's just fucking stupid. And it it feel it just feels dumb because it's not wrestling anymore, it's just pettiness. And she can wrestle. We've all seen her wrestle. Let my girl wrestle again. Let her grow again and the skills that she was getting and she was developing, she was becoming better. Like, I don't want to see Mella become basically what happened to Lana. Like, I don't want to see that bullcrap. And I'm hoping WWE does right by her and gives her the opportunity to grow and ends this whatever the hell they want to call it that they got going on with her. I don't care what the fuck they do with Corey. If they're going to keep him a simp, just keep him out of the way at this point. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. They're, 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 they're People are definitely going to hate me for my opinion. Weird. They can deal with it. <laughs> Like, their relationship to me is hella weird, honestly. I don't know why, but it's just... WWE made it weird. They literally forced it down your throat. Like, you had so many other couples, and this is the one you decided to exploit. The one that you were like, oh, it's trending, let's use it, not realizing that people were hating on it. Like, yeah, you want a character that people can hate on, but people aren't hating on the character. You have them attacking these people personally, and they just trying to do their job. I don't care about these people's personal lives. It's not affecting me. I want to know how they performing in the ring, because that's just affecting me emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you, Carmella. You know now is at the point of level. It's like she's a wrestler, yeah, but I don't care about her. That, that's that's that I'm just, and that's, it that's shouldn't like, be like that. Like 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 when you. When you hear Carmella's music, you're supposed to be like, okay, all right, this is all right. Like, yeah, you're either going to get hyped up or booed. This yep. is just great. It's, it, you have regular booze, and then you got hate this female booze. This is what this is hate this female booze at this point. It's like, I like, I okay. You care no more. It, it's true, though, because. You have her go against Nikki, and Nikki would still get more cheers than her. <laughs> yeah, and Nikki, yeah, she's not even that good. Exactly. Like they could, they could put Mella against almost any other woman on the roster, and she would still get booed more than her opponent. Up still comes up on top. Come on now. Like she's playing all this whole pretty princess bullshit. Like no, like there's very few that pull that off. 
Like, who was the... Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose is also the only character that I know can pull the I'm pretty, you can't touch me vibe off. And not come off... Like a dick. Yeah. Like a dick. <laughs> like, she definitely comes off cocky and kind of assholey like but in a good way. I don't know how to describe it. Not... It's... <laughs> I feel like in a good way, like, I don't know. Like, it works for her. It just works for her. Some people, it does not work for Mella. And they know what works for Mella, so I'm wondering why they not let, unless it's her personal opinion and she don't want to go back to it for reasons. But there has to be another way to at least get that vibe back if they can't bring the old character back. Oh no, definitely. I definitely, I definitely feel that. Honestly, um, but yeah, but yeah. Overall, I like you know this was like a, it was an easy match. I already know. I mean, it sucks that Ryan Ripley was injured, so she could do this match. I would have took Ryan Ripley over Carmella any day over this match. Oh my! Now, God. The thing is, if Ripley was in that match, my money wouldn't have been on Bianca. I'm gonna just be honest. <laughs> like, it would have been on, yeah. I mean, my money that match still- would have been so good though because that brutality between the two of them, like Bianca, is already strong as fuck. And everyone, you you see it in Ripley's shoulder. She also strong as fuck. They would have torn each other to shreds. That would have been the match that went on for an hour, out of them two just beating the absolute daylights out of each other. That would have been the match where I would hope someone walked out and was like, hey, 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 actually, this isn't the end of the match. Uh, we've decided to add a new stipulation, and this is going to be a tables, ladders, and chairs match. Like, I, I, like I, would, I would get hyped for that crap. I really would. Shit, and I, I hope that I, Bianca I, and Ripley eventually get their moment. In the like, ring together because that shit's gonna be dynamite and they've been hyping it up so much too. I want it. Give it to me. <laughs> and like, like yes, I love that you know Bianca Belair won the match and everything and you know still retained her title. But what's salty about it's like you lost your match against Bianca and then you're gonna start jumping her from behind and hitting the shit out of her. I'm like, and then you try to bring back Money Mello. I'm like. No, it's just no. It does not work. It doesn't feel right. But at, at the same time, I got to be honest. What possessed them to pick M- Mella as the replacement? I mean, it was a it was a fatal five. Okay, so I don't know if you watched Fra or anything like that. Um, I didn't watch too much build up to like I watched some of the promos, but I didn't watch too many of the matches building. Okay. Oh, okay. So I think I forgot which Raw it was before Money in the Bank, but um. Basically, since Rhea Ripley was injured, they had a fatal five-way to have so so whoever to make a replacement. So it was Carmella, Liv Morgan, Alexa Bliss, uh, Becky Lynch, and Asuka. And so basically, the women that were in the Money in the Bank were originally competing to go against Bianca. Yes. Got it. So and Mella won that shit. I'm gonna say she cheated. <laughs> so. Yeah, Carmella won it. I did. I would probably have Liv Morgan than you know fucking, you know. I want to wait Carmella. for the Liv Morgan Bianca clash. 
I, I would I would definitely I wanna wait a little bit longer to see that. Like I definitely want to see it, but I want Liv to grow a bit more in her confidence before she take on the EST. Like I need her to make it hard for me to pick the EST over her. I mean because at the moment I would pick the EST all day every day over Liv. <laughs> it but isn't Survivor series after SummerSlam though? I believe so. So I think if, if they can both hold on long enough. So, hey, so like, 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 a, like, a, like we said, Carmella is trash. Don't know why she was in this match. Honestly, she, I would have, I would have taken Shayna Baszler. I would have, <laughs> I would have took, I would have took Alexa Bliss. Give me that. <laughs> uh, you know what? I would take Twisted Bliss. Right. I think Twisted Bliss is slowly growing on me. Like I liked it in the beginning, and then it felt a little much. But now they've dialed it back enough to where oh, I can accept this. So, but I do miss Goddess Bliss. Oh yeah, everybody does. Everybody does. Like mm-hmm. Twisted Bliss, you know, it's growing on me. Loving the Harley Quinn vibes it has always had the Harley Quinn vibes. Um, but I'm ready for the Goddess to come back eventually. Yeah, she probably. I think it's gonna will. happen eventually. It will. There's like a, a, a slight twist to it. Honestly, give me. Demon Bliss at this point. Oh, wait. Demon Bliss? That'd be a great for mixed tag match between her and Balor if they created Demon Bliss. I wouldn't be surprised. But overall... Next. Yeah, <laughs> next one on the list. Um, We got... We got... uh, Which, which, which match was it? Alright, so next one I'm gonna do is the SmackDown Women's Championship. Natalia versus Ronda Rousey, and Ronda Rousey retaining her title. This one was one of the matches that was like... Eh? It was it was like an eh match at the it moment. It was definitely a calm-down match, which I never thought I would be describing that about a match with Ronda Rousey in it. Because... The build uh, but this I, I, the build Natalia, eh. here's the thing. I, I, I have nothing in, in my heart but love for Natalia, right? Even when she's a heel, I somehow can't hate her. I don't know what it is, the vibes. Like, I can, I, I can, like, go against her, like, pick the opposite competitor, but I can never hate Natalia. She can irk me, but I can never hate her. Um... Like how I said, how Liv needed that moment, like for this this being her moment for money and like to solidify her as a superstar. Natalia's already been a superstar, and she has been for a while, but recently she hasn't been able, I guess, to, in a way, keep up with her old momentum that she used to have. So nah, her matches have bored me. Yeah, she's she's getting older in age and everything, and she's not really doing some of the stuff that she used to. And WWE, like, so. I, get, I, I get getting older and you're not able to do, you know, some of the high fly acts you used to. But usually, like, you're able to make a replacement in a way for them that are mm-hmm. still just as good. But, like, ev- it's, like, even the promos for her and Ronda, like, made Ronda look better. Which is saying a lot. Like, the dressing up as her with the baby, like... Tr- like, that's just not Natalia, and everyone knows that's not Natalia. Like, I mean, she, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie, she looked good, kind of like a knockoff Ronda. I'm not gonna hold you. 
like like it was definitely like she definitely pulled like the like first you know entrance of Rhonda you know coming in and everything but like that speech and everything that she was supposed to give that's like honestly I'm just gonna put it this way Natalia never needs to be a heel I feel like it never works out for her when she's a heel she just how do I she doesn't have the face for it like and I know that that's funny wordplay but she like her like her actual face just sends me the vibes of I'm a face. I'm not a heel. Um and if they to make her a heel, they need to find a way to make the face of her creepy. And they can't. Like oh they well at least they haven't tried to make it creepy. They've just tried to make her the mean girl and Everyone knows the mean girl shtick is Charlotte's. And Natalia is nothing like Charlotte. So it's just impossible to see when they have her in characters like that. Um Oh yeah, it's pretty weird. <laughs> like the the match like got better near the end. Mm-hmm. And, and like that's what it like my heart started raised a bit and like it felt like it was getting good and then it ended and it was like, Well that was anticlimactic. Like like it's throughout the freaking Rousey, throughout the whole match, it was a lot of submissions. Because that that I guess like that was the point is that you know Natalia wanted her to tap, and everyone knows that when you put Ronda in those positions, she somehow reverses it back on you because that's her specialty. Mm-hmm. But I I would have loved to see like a normal pinfall over a submission. Um, but I like the point of this match really was who can submit who who would break first. And, like, as much as I get that, that's not a... That doesn't feel like money in the bank material. Like, that just feels like an episode. Like like a regular, like, SmackDown championship. Yeah, like, if you want to have a match where you can only lose via submission, go for it. But, like, I, I feel like, you know, with how much the bar was raised from the matches beforehand... I, I expected more and I didn't get more. I like I didn't get bad, but I didn't get my my expectations were like just the slightest bit let down. But it's like the build up to the match was already letting me down already, so I already wasn't expecting much from the match. Okay, I got a question. Who do you think would have been a better replacement for Natalia? Against Rhonda? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um are we talking submission or striker? Don't matter. Either one. I want to see Banks again. I I know they're not there right now, but like I would ha- love to see a Banks versus Ronda or a Bailey versus Ronda. Like heel Bailey versus Ronda. Like I would have honestly probably loved to see that. Um Maybe someone from NXT. Uh, Anyone from NXT? I would want to see how they would fare. Like, <laughs> Ron, like, if, especially if like they start the promos off right, where it seems like Ronda's so focused on getting someone from SmackDown or Raw, and then is completely unprepared for someone from NXT. I mean. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't be mad, but it's like, 
do you think one of the NXT superstars is ready to take on, you know, the main, one of the main titles of, you know, WWE, the SmackDown Women's title? I'm like, because some, some superstars can't even get their hands on the NXT Women's title. So, so I don't think they'll be ready for that push yet. If you take one of them, I think the only one that's probably be ready for the push, honestly, in my opinion, if it was from NXT, Mandy Rose, and if it was from, you I know, would take Mandy Rose. Yeah, if it was from if it was NXT, it'd be Mandy Rose. Or if you give me SmackDown, it'll probably the only best bet would probably be Raquel Rodriguez. I would take a fatal three way. Of Raquel, Raquel Rodriguez, Mandy Rose, winner takes all the gold. So, so you would have NXT title on the NXT women's title on the line, and the women's and the SmackDown women's championship on the line. Yeah, because here's the thing: we've already seen someone hold both Raw and SmackDown, but we've never seen someone hold NXT with one of the other two. I think it'd be interesting, like, if, if Mandy Rose can pull off being SmackDown champion and NXT champion, or Ronda, or honestly, Rodriguez, because I, I think Rodriguez definitely has the potential to pull that off. Winner take all, fatal three-way, no disqualifications? Mm-hmm. I'd fucking take that shit. <laughs> I would eat it up. Like Oh, no, like, Definitely. I feel like that would have. I'm not gonna hold you now that you now that you say it. I feel like that would be actually a really good match to watch because yes, we have seen um, the you know SmackDown and the Raw Women's Championship title on the line before. Just and that will will make it more interesting though. Because here's the thing: we obviously the bloodline needs a woman wrestler, like official. Oh, definitely. Like, it needs to happen, right? And let's say whoever that wrestler is, like, I, my obvious choice wants to be Nia Jax, for obvious reasons. <laughs> but, um, you know, but whoever that is that they get for the women's division and that person somehow becomes Raw champion and then goes to be the undisputed versus who, whoever is the NXT and SmackDown champion at the time, whether that being one person or not, so that they become the undisputed champion. I take that shit. I'm only holding three titles. That's a lot of pressure. Oh, definitely. But do you think the bloodline wouldn't play dirty to make sure to pull that off? Yeah, they would have played dirty. Especially if it was, you know, one of the Usos' wife. True, true, true. Yeah. I like, yeah, like I mean, yeah, the like Roman Reigns plays dirty. You know, Usos usually plays dirty all, all the time. So, and like, and also probably imagine, you know, Solo being on the bloodline. Mm-hmm. And taking or better yet, if it's a tag. What them getting the tag once the women tag titles come back, obviously, but whoever the part of the bloodline being the tag team champions, as well as both being all holding an individual championship mm-hmm. one holding Raw, one holding SmackDown, or one holding NXT SmackDown, Raw Smack like that shit would be as impressive, impressive as fuck. 
Oh no, a hundred percent. Oh, definitely a hundred percent. Like that's like Ari, that's that's will be impressive, honestly. But I don't know with the whole will it thing. Will be a little bit played out probably by the time that they ever think of that happening. Maybe. Probably, probably. Just a little bit. I mean, it, I mean, who knows though? At that point, who really knows what will happen? Now, but, mind you, I still want a bloodline versus a full organization of the hurt business. But with, you, you're gonna have you go, wait. Are you talking about the hurt business? You're talking about like the bloodline adding Naomi in and then them adding someone else in, or are you talking about just how they are now? Like adding Naomi in and probably someone else. And then, like, honestly, here's the thing. I, this is why I need to work for WWE. Because the way they started off the Hurt Business, right? Well, you know, mm-hmm. having Lashley, having um, Shelton Benjamin, and... Cedric Alexander. Yeah, Cedric Alexander. Having them three was a great start for the Hurt Business. If they would have been able to keep that shit and then add on, let's see, add on Bianca Belair, uh, if it was early enough, possibly add on Sasha Banks. Um, who else? Uh, hell, if they turned one of the it would never happen. I'm just going to say this right now. Never going to happen. But somehow turn one of the New Day against them, like against each other. Probably won't happen, ever. It, but... it probably would never happen. Like, my goal would be they'd probably be going for Big E. But, yeah, that's never going to happen. Yeah, uh, or Cedric Alexander. But, uh, like, turn them against Kofi or something like that. Like, Mm-mm. the Hurt Business had the potential to be what the bloodline is now. Like, they really fucking did. And they kind of botched it. Like, if they if they would have held out all the way till after the Thunderdome was done, and then have a Survivor Series match, like, like Bobby Lashley has the WWE Championship, WWE Champion still, and then, the, you know, the rest of the Hurt Business with the Raw Tag Team titles, and then you have the Usos as a SmackDown tag team titles, and then you know have uh, Roman Reigns as Universal Champion still, like how he is now. Oh yeah, that would be a definitely a good match because that's basically the domination of Raw versus the domination of SmackDown. Exactly. Like I, there's so many things that WWE could have done in the past to make some of these pay per views freaking great and they just botched like there were so many good ideas that you saw in the making that just never happened and it's so disappointing but you know sometimes you just you 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 get what you get and like back to natalia because that's who we we're talking about yeah so <laughs> um, so yeah after yeah after um so yeah, after Ronda Rousey obviously put a submission into Natalia, tapped, and then Natalia was butthurt again. And come on, like this is the second person I've been butthurt about losing the losing the championship and then beats her ass again. Like what the hell? 
Like, just come like, on. Like, she uh, got beat her ass. And I'm like, yeah, you lost, okay? You lost. Deal with it. You lost. But what makes it even better, and it, I'm not mad about it anymore, but what makes it even better, Liv Morgan comes out with the briefcase, and no one knew that was going to happen. She came uh, out, she like, what's funny? She won that briefcase. They were asking her, is she gonna catch is she gonna do uh is she gonna catch it on the raw women's like champion or the SmackDown women's champion? She didn't say shit. She's just gonna say she said, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna celebrate. Huh? She really pulled that. I just wanna celebrate tonight. And she's like, I'm not really thinking about it right now. Tonight I just kinda wanna celebrate. And I was like, girl, you deserve to go celebrate. Like I hope you and I was like, she gonna cash it in at WrestleMania. I said, like she was like WrestleMania is looking pretty good, and I was like, "Yes, girl, you save that contract. You sit on it." Nope. She no, said, she saw, saw my opportunity, and I'm going. She try. saw the opportunity at Ronda and went for it, and she no, cashed no. it in on Ronda. Like soon as that match, soon 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 as that bell hit, Ronda put it in that submission real quick. <laughs> Had her in that ankle lock, and I was thinking, "Oh, Liv, oh, sweetheart, this is it." I'm sorry. I, I'm just like I love you, and I really want you to get out of this. But you may, you may have did this a little. You may have been a little overzealous, sister. Because, ooh, I and thought it was really about to retain again. I'm gonna say, damn, you you cashing on the same night and failed. I would have been pissed. I would. I would have cried for Liv Morgan because I'd be like WWE, you, ooh. I would have been so mad. I would have been so pissed. But what 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 good about it? She rolled up Ronda one two three and pinned the SmackDown Women's Champion and got the title that same night. And yeah. I everybody was so shocked. Even Ronda was shocked. I'm like. Now, here's the thing. I thought Ronda was going to attack her. Not going to lie. I thought it was going to be another story. I thought she was going to attack, too. I was like, She held the championship a little tight. And I was like, come on, Ronda. I was like, just let it go. Let it go. So she gave her a hug, held her hand up. And I was like, oh, respect. I don't think that's... She literally... Like, obviously, she was still holding the title when she gave it to her. And then she was like, should I be mad at this? Nah, I can't be mad at this. And then gave her the title and then hugged her. And that's a sign of respect. And she walked off hopping. Ronda walked off hopping and still. Now, that definitely up. probably was devastating for Ronda because, like, you just fought, you retained, and then lost within moments of each other. So that it's definitely going to probably come back to bite Liv in the butt. And I, I wouldn't be surprised Ronda trying to come back for the championship. Um, be a two time. I don't know how Liv would do with a fresh Ronda. Unless Ronda decides to be overzealous and challenge her earlier than expected, while her knee is still injured, so I mean, her ankle's a little bit injured. So same thing, and then and then obviously same thing for Ronda. They were both injured. Yeah, they're they're both they're both a little beaten up, but like Ronda definitely like you know she competed the entire match before that. She definitely has a little bit more of a beat up than well. Liv had a longer chance to heal technically than Ronda did. Um, but the money in the bank, the beat up that Liv took in that versus that match with Natalia, because she's saying Natalia did punch badly. 
Like, she got her pretty good, but Ronda was not about to tap out for shit. But, um, if if Ronda gets a little overzealous of herself and, like, challenges her next SmackDown episode and Liv accepts, I, I really, it'll probably go in Liv's favor, honestly, um, depending on how they take care of themselves during this break time. But a fresh Ronda versus a fresh Liv, I would have to put my money on Ronda still. Come on. No, no. Let me explain. I think Liv needs some other opponents other than Ronda first before she faces Ronda again. Mm-hmm. And if she does those well, I have no problem putting my money on her versus Ronda. But, like, if they just kind of wait it out, she's not defending the championship and she's not in matches as much, and it's solely based on how they train. I I would I would put my money on Ronda again. Like I I I just can't help it. Like a fret a fresh Ronda non injured versus a fresh live. That 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 like that matchup feels like me trying to decide. Do I think um, Rhea Ripley can beat Zelina Vega? <laughs> You, yeah, you see my point? <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is because she's small as hell. Exactly. <laughs> like, that that's how it is in my head right now. Like, if I was to, like, describe it through two other wrestlers, Liv, be, Liv being Zelina Vega and Rousey being... Ripley, like that's that matchup in my head. So I need, I need Liv to hit up other challengers and get that repertoire. Like I want her. I don't care who she hits. It could be Mickey James. It could be Lynch. It could be Oscar. It could be I. Don't, I don't fucking care who it is. But I needed to take on these big name competitors knock them all down a couple notches so that when I see her versus Rousey, I'm like, well, Liv won this, this, and this. Or Rowdy won this, this, and this. Hmm. Who's going to win? Like, I want to actually have to think about it without saying, well, the stronger one is. Now, I need Liv to prove me wrong. Show me how strong she actually fucking is, how great of a champion she can be, and how long she can hold on to that title. So are are we talking about Ronda versus Morgan with stipulation or without stipulation? Uh, without stipulation. Okay. Like just uh, if I just a normal matchup for them again, right? Because right so, now no, stipulation really only really come in when there's bad blood. Right? right now there's no bad blood. So it's gonna come up eventually, but I need time for it to build, and I need live to put in that work and effort on those episodes so that I, I can see the time she's putting in so that when that bad blood does arrive, I can put all my money on her, put all my chips in. So if so, so are we talking about like a match with no DQ, no count out or count out and DQ? Uh, well, it would definitely be a championship match. 
I'm gonna say, yeah, count out, count out with with DQ, just you know, standard. But I, it really depends on what happens and when that challenge arises again. Because if that bad blood comes in, then yet yeah, then no DQs and with count out. But well, no DQs, no count out. Sorry about that. But um. If that bad blood never arises, I want a Hell in a Cell or a cage match. I want... When was the last time WWE had a street fight? <laughs> Ruthless aggression era. Uh-huh. I want another street fight. I want a women's matchup street well, fight. Well, 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 let me... Oh, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. I gotta go backwards. Um, technically, the last street fight was, um, to do that? yes, but also the other last street fight was WrestleMania 2021. Mm. Remember when, when, when Apollo Crews was the Nigerian prince gimmick? Yeah. And Biggie had the Intercontinental title. Yep, I remember. So that's the last. That was kind of like the last street fight was rest was WrestleMania twenty twenty one. All right, all right. But if they do do a street fight, are we talking about a street fight with like garbage, like the you know any type of street fight, or because you have different type of street fights? Because yeah, um. I say any type of street fight, but I also, ooh, see, I'm I'm just having ideas now. I would take a a uh, like, especially because it's a cage match. But if they put a fucking octagon, octagon, like give me like a UFC ring. So and still put the live and Ronda in the middle of it. And I want so, Liv to be the one to ask for it, to show the confidence, saying, I want to take you into the place that you know best, that you knew first before you knew the WWE ring, and then tear you apart in it. So, if WWE ever allowed this, so I'm you want... I'm evil right now. <laughs> okay, you're kind of thinking out of the box right now, but basically, you want... Liv Morgan to defend her SmackDown Women's Championship against Ronda inside the octagon? Yes. I mean, that's not bad. I know it's crazy. It's crazy because it's like, I don't think WWE would ever have that type of idea. The only way for them to have that type of idea is actually build the ring again, but into an octagon. Yeah. But they can do it. They can if they, they want can put to. Put it in a Hell in a Cell pay per view. So, is it like a in inside an octagon in a Hell in a Cell, or just in an octagon? That's a great question. I feel like putting it in a Hell in a Cell would probably make it a little bit too much. 
Just but regular if they, if, if they give it the same concept, where like the octagon itself is the hell in the cell, mm-hmm. I think that'd be pretty interesting. Like, give me like, see, like it's the idea is running through my head right now. Like, give me a match that's in an octagon, right, in a WWE arena. Obviously, you have Rousey on one side, Liv on the other, a table in the middle. Of just a bunch of random shit and items that they can use during this fucking fight. Right? Hmm. No disqualification. So, disqualifications or no? I said, I said no disqualification. Oh, okay. Basically, anything goes. But the fight has to end in the octagon. If it's a pin, it has to be in the in, in the octagon. If it's a submission, it has to be in the octagon. I don't like where you're going with this, honestly. This is actually a great idea. I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know. Do he's probably never gonna do this. This is like, if they do, it's gonna be like years later, and I'm like in my fifties watching TV. <laughs> it's gonna be two other superstars I've never fucking heard of, but I have the same gimmick. And then they finally do it, but like this may be a little too out of the box for WWE. And here's the thing: if they do do it, I'm suing because it was my idea first. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you got to be part of the creative team or get an application at least to be part of the creative team. Uh, you know how hard it is to probably get a freaking application to do that. I mean, there's none worth for trying. You know what? You're not wrong, but they probably make me relocate to California. Shit. I mean. Even you know though I don't want to live, live there, down. huh? You know how expensive it is to live there. Shoot, I would have just sent my ideas through email. Fuck it. If you like it, you like it. If you hate it, then no well. I would ask for royalties. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm like, uh, it's like based off the profits you make off of this match and the popularity, I want a percentage of this from sales, merch, and I don't know. Whatever else I could probably come up with. Some a lawyer helped me out with a contract with that. <laughs> Someone reach out. <laughs> but yeah, overall, overall the whole thing with our crazy ideas, the match was uh, with Natalia was all right. Ronda retained, but what made the what made it even better, Liv cashing in and becoming the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Happy for her. The WWE deserved this. She deserved it for who knows how long. Oh. We deserved it as well, too. And we just, well, obviously, she's celebrating still at the moment. So coming Friday night SmackDown, we'll see what, you know, if she has any new opponents or, you know, if she's just going to chill that night or what. But I'm happy to see her finally getting the push that she always deserved in the first place. Agreed. Agreed. So, last match on the list we have is Mr. Mo- the, like the Money in the Bank, the Men's Money in the Bank ladder match. And it this was- is bullshit. Oh, yeah. This is bullshit. I'm like, okay. I understand that Theory lost his title but adam pierce 
you are a dick for this. 100%. Of like, all superstars that I would have accepted being added into this godforsaken match, Theory was not on that list. You put in Theory, and everybody will agree with me when I say this, just as you agree with me when I say this. This, that incident, is like Royal on the Rumble that happened this past Royal on the Rumble this year. That's what it this is that's what the whole thing reminds me of. Brock Lesnar loses title to Bobby Lashley, won a game redemption, entered at number 30 in the Royal Rumble, and beat everybody and became and and you know now, have the, a only, the only difference is that Brock winning that Royal Rumble, like even though mind you, the Royal Rumble freaking sucked. The pay-per-view definitely one of my bottom pay-per-views. The only thing I can get a WWE credit for was the UFC heel sick fighter of both him and Rousey winning their Royal Rumbles. Being pretty clever. That's the only thing I can actually freaking give them credit for. Former UFC wrestler. Brock shouldn't have been in that match. They definitely messed up a lot in that match, and you can tell. But Theory... Getting into money it's, in the bank without ever qualifying after losing a championship, not I'm even retaining you, it. I'm telling you, it's just like the Royal and the Rumble match. It's basically the same thing. Theory loses his loses his title. Like y'all, y'all, Vince is there no more. You don't have to keep hyping up his poster boy. Like, like, like I'm I'm gonna tell you. Everybody knows. Look, look. There, it's very, it's very similar, very st- stupid similar. Theory loses his title same night. Enters the Mister Money in the Bank ladder match same night. Brock Lesnar Royal Rumble loses his WWE Championship to Bobby Lashley same night. Enters in the Royal Rumble at number thirty, beats Drew McIntyre, brought like F fives him out the out the ring, and he. He he wins the men's uh, Royal Rumble. It's the Maybe same it's thing. That's the common denominator. Is that if you lose your title to Lashley, they'll just give you shit because they realize you're probably gonna lose in the beginning and we feel kind of bad. So here you go. <laughs> like maybe he's the common denominator, but it is absolute crap. Theory oh, should have not bro. been in that you, match. You couldn't qualify. Never had the freaking skill to even qualify if he was going to try to. So he, of all people who could have honestly feel, at least felt like they earned their spot in that match, he was not one of them whatsoever. The match was, the the, the only, the the funny thing about the match is everybody was trying to take off, take out almost. (laughs) It's like pulling a big show in the in the in the ladder match. Almost is another beast. He's just he's just big. Them piling those ladders on him was hilarious. That was hilarious. It got to the point that like Drew McIntyre, Claymore kicked him up the ring, and he was still on his feet. Almost is on drugs. That's the only (laughs) only object. The dude is huge. And seven, four, giant. Respect. 
Like, I have to respect that man, even though I don't like him. He's called the Nigeria Giant, the Colossus, for a reason. Mike, he's huge. Like, once he gets his skill up, that's going to be so scary. When that man gets the boldest to climb to the top rope, that's going to be scary. Just imagine. Imagine almost winning the winning the money in the briefcase ladder match. Imagine that. I wouldn't be surprised. I would honestly just accept it. (laughs) He fought good in that match. I will give him that. He held his own even with everyone against him. So I would say he earned it at that point. If he managed to get that that briefcase down, he earned it. And I can't wait for him to challenge Roman because everyone knows that's the one he'd be going for. Obviously. Wait, wait a minute, so that's the only person you'll be going for because she's the one that has both titles. Yeah, but like, you know, technically he could go for Lashley as well, but that's not going to happen. What? Okay. What Money in the Bank ladder match winner ever goes after a mid-card title? Didn't that ever. Times? Huh? Didn't that happen once? I feel like that didn't happen too long ago. Well, I think it looked like he was going. It was something like he. I think he was going to try to cash it in, and then it didn't end up happening because I think the ref got knocked out. I don't know. I don't remember. It was like a while ago. It was for the Intercontinental. Like obviously, if Sami Zayn, I feel like the only person that would cash in on a mid card title in that match would be Sami Zayn. Yeah, sounds probably. If he was sticking it out with Roman. Like, obviously, because Sami Zayn literally said it, um, you know, I'm not going to go up get. I'm not going to, you know, cash it on you, Ooze. But you know how Sami Zayn is. He's slick as fucking sneaky as hell. So even though his words will say, his actions will say different. Like, honestly, like, you, you got to you gotta admit that. Like, he will say, oh, I won't cash it in on you. Who's like, I love you to death. But, Sammy, we know how you are. Come on now. We know how you are. Don't try to butter us up and say, like, yes, like, you want to be part of the bloodline? Like, come on, no, no. It's not going to happen. And on top of that, like, you have Drew McIntyre. You had Sheamus in there. You had... Riddle. In my mind, I thought Riddle was going to win that. Like, honest truth. I really felt like Riddle was going to win that. I really did too, man. Riddle, honestly, I'm proud of Riddle. I'm going to go ahead and say that now. The way he held his arm in that match was impressive. I really thought it was all going to go to him. Like, I, I honestly thought it was his time. I was about to say, man was former United States champion. Man held the Raw Tag Team uh, titles for the for the long time. They held it for a long ass time. Two time tag team uh, champion, and now, man. I mean, the man had a WWE Championship opportunity before before it became you know, he before he became the undis you know Roman became the undisputed champion. He had a you know elimination chamber match against Brock Lesnar and and Bobby Lashley and all them. Obviously Mm -hmm. lost, got eliminated. Yeah. Now, now he and then now he had an undisputed, you know, world heavyweight 
championship title opportunity, lost, couldn't get another rematch. And this man was close to winning the like the money in the bank ladder match. If he would have held his own out to theory just a little bit longer, knocked off theory, probably get almost out of nowhere and knock him off. And you know, probably out like almost comes out of nowhere, knocks off theory again, riddle gives up, gets the gets the contract, and does it for Randy Orton. Because honestly, one of the memorable moments out that night, besides, you know, almost getting piled on by <laughs> by by ladders. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the the most memorable moment at the men's money in the bank ladder match was the was Riddle RKOing Fury off his, off the tallest ladder in that match. Which was very highly entertaining. Cause like we we <laughs> crazy also see Fury get beat up by um McIntyre and Sheamus with the beats to the chest of them proving which one could do it better. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> and then next you know you have Butch coming. I'm like, bro, why are you here? Get Butch out the ring. I mean, I know it's no disqualifications, everything, no count out, but why is he in this ring? It was absolutely ridiculous. Honestly, he probably cost Sheamus the match. Probably. Like, even when even when Sheamus was like, you know, even when he was getting introduced and like, you know, just going that match, Butch was like. Like, you know, being in front of Sheamus and be like, let me whoop the match. I'm like, bro, you are not in this match. Control your stupid puppet. Like, control the puppet. Like, he's like, they, all right, I'm, I'm going to go off the match real quick. They did Pete Dunn so wrong. Pete Dunn was a champion. He was a good champion in NXT UK, and he was a good, and he was like a good wrestler at NXT. Ever since he runs, ever since he reached the main uh, main stage, he's been completely dog shit. Yeah. And I'm being serious to say that he's been completely dog shit. He was he was a very very long like, you know, NXT UK champion, and then he that, he had a very good run in NXT in NXT UK. Then he had a very good run in like regular NXT. Ever since he had the name change, had the clothing change, and becoming this hyperactive, weird person that just wants to fight people and beat up people all the time for no apparent reason, they've they've made his character go down so much, or him as a wrestler go down so much. Cause that's not the Pete Dunne we know. Nope. Yeah, but. That match, ooh, I hate even think about it. That match all together, honestly, like, even though, like, the fighting was great, it was kind of humorous, and it, like, to be honest, it was enjoyable to watch, was probably the most disappointing match of the night. I'm not gonna hold you. Matt Cat Boss held his own. Yeah, I agree. You can't like you can hate on him, but he held his own. I mean, a lot of people thought a lot of people wanted Ezekiel in the match more than Madcap, 
But either way, either Madcap or Ezekiel, they would have added something good into the match. I agree. I would have taken Ezekiel over Theory. Oh, yeah. Give, oh, ooh. Imagine saying, here's your next, here's your, like, eighth man. If they said Ezekiel, I'd be like, oh, yes, this match is about to get better. Uh, it would have just helped elevate it. The energy would have been wild. But uh, no. So much potential. But no. So that they just pass over. But no, nah, you, you pull the Brock Lesnar. That, that's what WWE did. They pulled the Brock Lesnar. They said, this happened in the past, so let's do this again. <sighs> they don't know how to flow with the times, keep things updated. They don't. They really don't. Like, here's the, I feel like even if they like hired younger people who are more innovative and had better ideas, they still wouldn't listen to them. Like, you know what's funny as well too? Theory got knocked out early in the match and was on the was outside the ring the whole entire time, and then came and then was and then after like after the last five minutes of the match was fighting Riddle. And then, after that, Theory became Mr. Money in the Bank at 24 years old. Yes, that's a, that is a record. He is now the youngest man to ever win a Money in the Bank briefcase. But he's the most annoying wrestler to win a Money in the Bank briefcase. I agree. Those selfies be getting on my nerves. Like, I hope he cashes it in and lose soon. Oh, oh, if he's going to cash it in on, I'm sorry. If he tries to cash it in at SummerSlam after the last man standing match, he, look, all I got to say is, all I, all I got to say is this. If Brock Lesnar or Roman, if Brock Lesnar wins, Theory will get squabbled. If yeah. Roman retains, Theory will still get squabbled. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm just telling the truth. It's not even sad. It's the truth. Like, you're trying, you're basically, you're basically wanting him to become a young John Cena. I don't see it at all. You, you want him to become the youngest guy like Cena wins at everything. Still, like, yes, you got the young part right. Him winning the United States title at a very young age. And him winning the Mr. Money in the Bank, like, grief because at a very young age. You got that right. But him becoming the youngest champion at a very young age, like a world champion, I don't see that happening. Not now. Nope. It's bull. It's better to have. That's what that. As long as either Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar has the titles, you're not going to you're not gonna see him become world champion anytime soon. And especially... Whenever Cody Rhodes comes back and Randy Orton comes back, he still won't hold that championship for who knows how long. Because if Cody Rhodes comes back and if Theory's champion, Cody Rhodes will demolish you. And if the Vipers champ and if the Viper comes back and you're champion, you're dead meat. You're dead meat. Yeah, that's it. You are walking chopped liver. Hundred percent. You are not gonna be 
You, I feel like if if I if Theory was world champion, I give it a month max. I give it maybe a month, a month to three months. After that, he won't hold hold the title that long. If you hold the title longer than three months, I give you props where props is due. But overall, you're not. You're probably gonna have a failed cashing attempt. You could have gave it to anybody. You could have gave it to me. I would have been happy if it was Moss. I would have been happy if it was Rollins again. I would have been happy if it's Riddle. Shit. If Baron Corbin was in this match, I would have been happy if it was Corbin. And that's sad because he sucks. Oh. That's a lot. Hmm? It feels like it's too much to think about. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's only been, what? A day. A day. It's only been a day. And, oh my gosh. I don't I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, like, we'll see on Monday Night Raw what this man says. But just him, I can't look at that title the same now. Not the title. I can't look at the briefcase the same now. I, I can look at it if, it, it I, if it's on Miz. I can look at it if it's on Riddle. But Theory held, holding the briefcase? I can't look at it the same anymore. No. I would take AJ Styles over him in a heartbeat. There's so many superstars that I dislike that I would have taken over him in a heartbeat. Uh, uh, oh, my gosh. I, I don't even know at this point. I know you're his, you're his poster boy. You're supposed to be kind of like a bootleg John Cena, but it's not happening. It's not. He's not John Cena. No one can, like, let's just be honest. No No one can can ever be John Cena. Cena. He's still around. So definitely no one can be John Cena. Mm, I know they're trying to hype up John Cena versus Theory in a later pay-per-view, but... It's going to be John Cena all day. It's John Cena all day. Like... When he take him on, he need to give that man like twenty attitude adjustments. <laughs> I won't be look. You have an attitude adjustment on the table. You have an attitude adjustment on the announce table. You got an attitude adjustment. Then roll up, do another attitude adjustment, and then do attitude adjustment off the second on the top rope. Attitude like, adjustment on like like the still like <laughs> the still. Like step. literally drive all the way to my apartment, do an attitude adjustment off of my balcony. No, I'll <laughs> put the balcony onto like three tables stacked on top on, up, uh, on each other. Give me an add to adjustment off of the hell in a cell. Give me. Ooh. That would be good. And then added to adjustment off the hell in a cell. That shit would hurt, but yes, it would be good. <laughs> He'll be injured for, for I'm about maybe to say, a year. If Shane can jump, then so can we. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh oh yeah so overall uh, we like the like the weirdest outcome came and the weirdest outcome won so that that was that was weird didn't want it to happen but it happened uh that Pierce I hate you I hate you now you were cool till you did that so I hate you um. And if we had to 
you know, go from best to worst with matches starting at um, including Liv Morgan because she she's on this list too. Um, if look, so so we're gonna put at number seven, we're gonna put um, Natalia versus Ronda Rousey. Number six is. The mon the sorry the men's money in the bank ladder match because it's theory yes. that's 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 why um, number five it's um, Bianca Belair versus Carmella number four is um, well yeah number four is am I missing somebody uh. There's two lives, that's why. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So so okay, okay, okay. So let me let me let me do this then. You, you so, have, you have one, Lashley in theory. Oh yeah, so yeah, sorry, I forgot about that. So Lashley in theory would be number four. Number three is the undisputed uh WWE tag team championship match. Mm-hmm. And then tied for first at number one is the women's Money in the Bank ladder match and Liv cashing in on Ronda Rousey becoming the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Best part of the entire pay-per-view right there. Yeah, the, the, like, that's a part of the entire pay-per-view. The Liv Morgan winning the SmackDown Women's title and Liv Morgan, Liv Morgan becoming Mrs. Money in the Bank. Tied for first. I mean, everybody will probably have a different, you know, list than we do, but that's what we think is good, best to worst in that order. But overall, Money in the Bank was a very solid pay-per-view. It was one of the better pay-per-views of this year besides, um, besides WrestleMania 38. Uh... But Money in the Bank was the best Money in the Bank pay-per-view I've ever seen in the past couple years. Honestly. And if I if we both had to rate it, which we really don't really rate pay-per-views all that often, we just go by how, you know, how like how we think we see it. But if we would have rate it, we would have rated a good what 8.5 out of 10. Yeah, 8.5 out of 10. I, I give it that. I know Justice told me the last time, I think she gave it, like, if, if it, you know, it if Theory wasn't in it, it would have probably been better. She would have probably bumped it up to a 9, but if Theory was in it, you know, it would have been, like, obviously dropped it down to the 8.5 out of 10. So, solid, solid pay-per-view match. I really, really liked it. Justice really liked it as well, too. Um, Like I said, there was, like, you know, there was, like, a good one or two boxes that was eh, but overall, it was a solid pay-per-view, and everybody hold their own, and most importantly, the moment, the the top moment of the night is Liv becoming your new SmackDown Women's Champion, and I am so stoked to see what future matches we're going to see with her, and if she can hold that up. Hold that title for a very long time. I hope she does. I have a lot of faith in her. 
She's finally getting the push she deserves, and I hope Stephanie McMahon can see that, and the rest of the WWE universe can definitely see that. So, so overall, that's it for tonight's episode. I want to thank Justice, my girl, my homegirl, for becoming for coming on this, you know, episode and doing this with me. Had a very fun time. I had a blast doing this episode. Um, like I always love each and every person that tunes in every single week and loves what I do, you know, loves the silly stuff that, you know, I, you know, I be talking about or the stuff that I have with, you know, some of my friends and some special guests that I have on here. And, um, I always love each and every one of y'all, every person that tunes in, every person that, you know, like goes on my YouTube page and like hits that subscribe button and, like likes and the views it helps a lot and it's 2022 it's nowhere to go but up from here so with that being said it is your boy antoine tv2 it's my homegirl justice on the panel and we out later y'all